Hey, this is Carleone. And this is Logan. And you're listening to The Manifest. And this is our newest episode. Okay. All right, perfect. What's going on, everybody? This is Carleone, and you're listening to The Manifest Podcast. Today, I have my pastor, uh, Pastor Brian Claiborne. Uh, He is the pastor at Family Worship Center, recently relocated to Colton, California, formerly in uh, San Bernardino. How long were we in San Bernardino? About 42 years. Wow, that's a long time. It's a long time to be in the city. Yeah, and so we just recently moved to San Bernardino, I mean to Colton, what, six months ago, maybe? Yeah, November. Yeah. November the 1st. Yeah, and so uh, we're super excited um, as a church, as uh, you know, to see a lot of development, a lot of advancement. Uh, the community is great so far. Um, I know. I just love the new building just in general. Um, I just like all the the new stuff we've got, the way it looks, the format. So definitely excited. So um, let's jump into. Um, well, first of all, we're doing our, our three part series this week, uh, or this these last couple of episodes, and. The three-part series is basically about prayer. Um, you know, in the first one we covered, you know, what prayer exactly is. Uh, and then I sort of covered, it was just me. So I talked about what it meant to me, um, you know, my testimony and things like that. And, you know, my experience with prayer. And then we sort of talked about uh, with Dallas Walker. Uh, last week we sort of talked about <clears throat> what a consistent prayer life sort of does for you. And uh, the the ill effects of it, you know, how it can affect your ministry how it can affect your ability to witness, um, how it can just affect your whole day just in general, um, you know, without setting yourself, you know, up correctly, you know, by starting the day with prayer, ending the day with prayer, and just being uh, prayerfully minded throughout the day, it can uh, sort of ruin, I mean, just ruin your mood and ruin your atmosphere. And so you can miss out on opportunities to uh, to be a witness and to be a light. And so uh, we talked about that just in general last week. And so this week is about um, the actual power of prayer, you know, going a little bit deeper uh, of uh, last week's episode. So um, the first question I, I guess I kind of have is um, a very general one, but it's like, um, I think even people my age, and that's what this podcast, most of the listeners are like hyphen age. Um, I think even like people who've been in, you know, church their whole lives, some of us, you know, don't know how to pray. And so um, we want to, I guess, I guess I just kind of want to ask, um, does, I mean, is there a specific way we're supposed to pray? Well, that's a great question, Carleone. The, uh, especially at the hyphen age, that's the age where you're starting to strike out on your own and, and do some things as adults. And so, uh, you definitely, as a Christian, need that foundational part of prayer in your life. Uh, it's never too early to start, but at that age, you really start um, really needing prayer as, as you're out in in the world uh, working and, and all that and co- in contact with a lot of people. There is a, a scripture in Matthew chapter number six, which, of course, very familiar, and it talks about uh, Jesus and the disciples actually ask him, teach us to pray and so he gave gave an outline and and I'll I'll uh, read it here to you 
He says uh, in Matthew 6 and 9, says, After this manner, therefore pray ye, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be that be thy name. And we can talk about it verse by verse. So <clears throat> one, one of the ways to pray is to, you want to acknowledge who God is. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's Abba Father. He's your Father. And, uh, and, and he's in heaven. Right. He, he's not on this earth. He's everywhere, but he's he doesn't live on this earth. He lives high above the earth, mm-hmm. and the earth is his footstool. One one verse says, and so uh, he has all power. And so you're acknowledging, you know, that you're praying to someone that's definitely not your equal, definitely, but that you're praying to someone that that's above and and controls things and and can get things done. So you're acknowledging that, and it's really not repeating the prayer. It's it's more an outline of thought and 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 all that. So you know you don't. I don't kneel down and say our Father which art and just repeat yeah, the prayer, yeah. but the, but it's the spirit of it, and that is you know God, I'm coming to you. I look as you at you as my Father. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what's a father? A good father is going to give direction. A good father is going to to provide, and it's going to feed you and and uh, give you wisdom and 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 knowledge and, and things right. that that you don't know about yet. If a, a good father that loves their son or daughter is going to invest in them that way, and so uh, you know that that's where you start out. You're acknowledging. God and then then it says, "Hallowed be Thy name," which is reverence. I reverence Your name, and we know that the name name is Jesus. You know, Jesus is God, and so we're we're reverencing His name. It's it's something that is beyond us. It's it's something that is not just common thing. We don't right. we just don't throw it around, but we, you know, we're. That that's our spirit as we're praying. We come to God with reverence mm-hmm. and and talking to Him and and acknowledging who He is. And then verse ten says, "Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven." And this is very very important because uh, people sometimes want to pray and and they want things answered, you know, according to how they feel. Right. Yeah. But it, but it's good to say, Lord. And, and the spirit of it, again, isn't, Lord, I, I want your will, I, your kingdom come. If, if God's kingdom comes to this earth, then everything's going to be all right. Right. And so, you know, I want your kingdom to come, and I want, I'm praying today for your will. Because, again, he's your father. He knows what's best for you. You know, our natural fathers know that uh, they've been through mistakes and, and, and all that, so they know that. There's things that you shouldn't do, and, and not that they know everything on this earth, but but they look out for you and protect right. you. And so that that's kind of the spirit of it. I, I want your will done here on earth as it is in heaven. And and that would be a great answer to prayer if that could happen. If, if, right. if heaven, if earth is like heaven, you know, if heaven comes here, mm-hmm. everything's in order, everything, there's no chaos, there's no fear. Yeah, you know, you know none of that. So, so you're, you're kind of praying, God. I want your, you know, the spirit of that would be, God. I want your peace today. I want your direction today. And and my world doesn't have to be consumed with chaos and drama and all that kind of stuff that the the world you know looks at. But 
It's uh, it's really God's way. Mm-hmm. It's God's way. I want your way. And then verse 11 says, give us. So, so finally, those first two verses could take 15, 20 minutes or, or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, it could take, you could get into worship even yeah. in those first two verses. And then the, the verse 11 says, give us this day our daily bread. So you're not asking for something right up front. Mm-hmm. You're you're really acknowledging God, thanking God, being um, you know thanking Him for His mercy and His grace and all that. And then finally, mm-hmm. you know, after you're into prayer for a little bit, uh, let me stop there and just in, in, interject this. Some people see prayer as I need this and I want that. Right. Yeah. And so that that's all. That's why they they're bored because you run out of you know those things real quick yeah but when you really get into worship and acknowledging god and and he's here and i want him to his peace i want his presence to be here it's finally then that you bring up you know give us our daily bread yeah you know give us what we need each day i what are you saying there you're 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 looking at him as your provider god i depend on you i know we all got jobs and stuff but we depend on God. God can take care of us. So mm-hmm. we, we have trust and faith in that. And so, God, I'm dependent on you for my daily bread. And and so, you know, it's not, it's not that you start asking for things right away. And in verse number 12, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. You know, this is a very important thing that has to be done, be done on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, forgiveness is is very important in the Bible. In fact, uh, one place the Bible talks about you know if you if you've got an odd against your brother, you know you and you're and you're praying you're at the altar mm-hmm. that that you and it comes to your mind that you you stop that and you go to your brother and you make it right, mm-hmm. and then come back and pick up your sacrifice or in our day it would be our prayer. Mm-hmm. And so that's very important. Sometimes people get frustrated because prayers aren't answered. Yeah, you know they're they're actually asking out of the will of God. Mm-hmm. You know they they we should say God, I want Your will be right. done today. And there's a difference. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. We what we want, what God wants, might be two different things. Definitely, He wants what He's going to want for us is things that are good for us. What we are probably going to want is things that make us feel good. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. you know, it, it's it's kind of a, a catch twenty two there. But yeah, um, but but we got to forgive. We won't get anything from God mm-hmm. if we got unforgiveness in our heart. Mm-hmm. And so, a, as God forgives our debts, mm-hmm. we've got to forgive those in our lives. Mm-hmm. We can't expect God to forgive us when we won't forgive someone. Yeah, and so you got to get that clear, and that—that's a daily thing. That—that's something that will press down on you, and it's something that will weigh on you, mm-hmm. because uh, forgiveness, just unforgiveness, just uh, creates tension. It it creates stress in your life. Yeah, and and stress is a killer. We all know that, and so sometimes people are walking around weighted down by just stuff they haven't let go of. Mm-hmm. And so so God in his wisdom, Jesus in his wisdom was was telling them here how to how to have a real good day mm-hmm. and how to how to go to the next day, you know, free and clean and yeah. of all that kind of stuff. So so as he forgives, we got to forgive. That's the way yeah. it works. If you don't want to forgive, he's not going to forgive you. And right. so 
we got to do it the way he wants us to do it. And then finally, in verse number 13, it says, And lead us not, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. And so the, the other thing that we want in our lives every day is victory. Mm-hmm. And so um, it, 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 he, he says this, pray this. In other words, pray and have an attitude. I don't want to fall into temptation today. In other words, God, when you see a temptation, you're my father, you're mm-hmm. protecting me, I'm under your wings. Lead me away from that temptation. Right, right. Give me an escape from that te- temptation. And uh, deliver us from evil. Any evil that would want to trap us or, or hurt us or anything like that, Lord, lead us away from that. Yeah. Give, give me your protection. And then we acknowledge at the very end in this prayer that Jesus was telling his disciples, for it's your kingdom, God. We're, this is really praise again. Right. Uh, praising the Lord, you know, and, and can be done not in these words, but from a spirit that knows that, man, we are so privileged to know God, and it's his kingdom. It's not mm-hmm. our kingdom. It's right. his kingdom, and it's his power. We we don't have the power to do this ourselves. That's why we need that daily prayer. Mm-hmm. And so it's his power, and we give him all the glory. And it ends with amen, which means so be it. Right. Okay, so the, the the Bible does outline some. It gives us some guidelines at the very least uh, about how to pray. Yeah. Um, you know, and that, you know, I think that is important. Um, I feel like I, I mean, even in the couple last couple podcasts we've been talking about, um, you know, when you start to pray about um, when you start when you start praying with an agenda as far as like, oh, I'm gonna pray to God so I get the things that I want. You know. Um, and then you get frustrated when those things don't happen. And then you feel like God's not listening to you. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, when if you stop and try and do prayer correctly, you'll get a different result. You know, yes. people always say, even my dad says all the time, you do the same thing over and over, you know, with a, expecting a different result, you know, that's the definition of insanity. Right. So you have to sort of change, you know, what you're doing Absolutely. and how you're and how you're praying. So I think this is that's you know extremely biblical, and that is definitely a, a good guideline. Um, you know, sort of the next thing we want to get into was uh, you know now that we have a guideline and we're starting to pray correctly, uh, what effect does a prayer life have on a person's you know relationship with God? Well, it's it's uh, it's kind of like getting to know a person because we have to understand uh, God wants a personal relationship mm-hmm. with everyone. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for us to understand, you know, some God. It's, it's hard to understand God. We don't. We can't even understand that. But thinking that there's a God out there that can actually have a personal relationship with all of us right. at the same time, but um, He wants it to be more than a want list. He wants to be more than just our protection. Mm-hmm. He, it's it's almost like two people. Um, starting to talk, mm-hmm. you know, before uh, they just met and, and they're both of age to be married. Right. And uh, they get together and they start talking mm-hmm. a little bit and they, they, they see that they communicate well, they feel really comfortable, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so that that's kind of the way it is with God. He wants us 
to pray enough, mm-hmm. and I'll interject this, a lot of people don't even pray enough to find out. Right. But he wants us to pray enough where we get comfortable praying to God yeah. the right way. Right. And and the thing is, the beauty of it, it's a two-way relationship. And so when we when we get so comfortable with, with God that he's like our, our friend. The Bible says he's our friend. Yeah. So we're talking to him just like our friend, or we're yeah. talking to him like maybe a a young lady that we're thinking about getting married to, you know. Right. In other words, we're getting to know them, and mm-hmm. and we want to know their feelings. And it, prayer life can actually get to a place. And I know this sounds maybe crazy to some, but God talks to you. Mm-hmm. And how does He do that? Oh, does He speak in an audible voice? Or no, I've never heard an audible voice, but He moves on you. Mm-hmm. You can just feel Him moving, and, and as you're praying, He's moving on you and 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 the thing is he knows what what our heart desires and he, he knows and so that that really um get, god wants that relationship and it it's kind of like somebody getting to know someone knowing them better and better and mm-hmm. better until they fall in love with them right and they get married mm-hmm. i mean it's it god wants it to be that tight he said the church is his bride yep and so uh, we get to a place where there's an, an intertwining of us and God, mm-hmm. and and um, and that that's really the the power in in all of it, mm-hmm. Amen. That that prayer life is is going to uh, become so addictive. I, I found this out. Uh, pe- people have told me that they're bored praying, and and uh, but I find out that I, I I tell them, you know what, just keep doing it. Keep mm-hmm. talking to God, keep following. You know, get get a pattern of prayer where you've got praise and and you're not just doing the same thing all mm-hmm. the time. You know, there there's different types of prayer and mm-hmm. and so uh, get to do that. And I promise you, the more you do it, the more you like it, and and it will empower you every mm-hmm. day. It's a daily thing. You don't. You don't marry somebody and then say, well, I'm going to be gone for a couple right. of weeks. Yeah. I'll be back. Yeah. Now you can't wait to get home from work. You know, yeah. you're, you're, you're in Definitely. love. You're Definitely. talking to them. And so that's the way God wants it. Mm-hmm. Well, going along with that, so I guess there would be two questions I have with that. Um, what would you say would be a perfect amount, not a perfect, but, you know, you know, what's an optimal amount of, of time to pray and then what are the best times of prayer? Or is that like a person-to-person thing? And if it's a person-to-person thing, just sort of share with us, you know, for you specifically, uh, what are the best times for you to pray, and then how long do you normally pray? Mm-hmm. Well, it is uh, probably a, a personal, uh, person-to-person thing. Mm-hmm. E- everybody's different. I My uh, my time is in the morning. Okay. Um, I like to start the day like that. You wake up, and, you know, it's just a, a natural. I might drink my coffee which mm-hmm. is the red bull sugar free <laughs> but uh i might might drink that before or whatever right. but but i like to talk to him when everything's fresh mm-hmm. you know it's like it's it's a new day definitely and um and it depends there there mm-hmm. are times that uh you know that i i kneel down to pray and it feels like my prayer is not is going to the ceiling and bouncing back and uh, you know, and it's not going anywhere. You don't right. feel God, and so you you start to pray, and 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 
it's a struggle. The enemy's fighting you, and you you know you just got to pray through it. You know, Definitely. keep praying. And then there's other times when I before my knees can hit the floor, tears are flowing, and and I just feel the presence of God, and it mm-hmm. washes over me, and it, and so that can go from. You know, it can go from a half hour to an hour easily. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying you know everybody has to do that. There's, there's no, uh, just do enough. Yeah. You know, every every person has to experiment with that. But I will put this challenge out there: if, if people really, really pray on a consistent basis, they will get to a point where they, they're like, I gotta go to work. Mm-hmm. You know, I got, I gotta go do some things mm-hmm. in this life. You know, not that they hurriedly and quickly want to just say the prayer and get it done. Mm-hmm. It's not by rote. It's not by just just doing it. It's not. It's not just spending time, but it's quality time. Yeah. And yeah. they're they're talking to God, and they they really will. God, I gotta go. I gotta go to work. But yeah, we'll yeah. See you later, type deal. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And so uh, everyone has to work that out for themselves, I believe. But you you want to spend time at least schedule enough time to at least go through the, the different types of prayer and, mm-hmm. you know, thanking him and mm-hmm. praising him and asking him for what you need. That's mm-hmm. fine. But then I, I always, this may be getting into another part of it, but mm-hmm. I always start with Thanksgiving and end with Thanksgiving. Okay, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So when you, do you normally, I mean, what would what would you, like if someone's asking, you know, um, someone who struggles to pray, would you suggest, you know, in the morning and then in the night before they go to sleep or, or what, like, what what would be the best thing for someone who struggles to pray and is trying to get into the rhythm of it? Would you just suggest once a day, twice a day? Well, I, if someone could, could do it in the morning and the evening, that'd be great because mm-hmm. the more you do it, the better off Definitely. you're going to be. Um, I wouldn't set goals that are not attainable, okay. you, know, you know, in other words, man, I want to pray, I, I'm a new Christian, and I, I'm going to pray five hours a day, you know, yeah. and then and then they fail, and then they back step, and, and, mm-hmm. and they get the failure, they feel that failure, and then they, they feel like they can't make it. Yeah. So it's God, the thing is, God knows what we're doing, what we go through here on earth, so just, just set aside a reasonable amount of time to at least give quality time to your prayer, mm-hmm. and and then if that increases, so be it. You know, you, you work it out in your life. But I would I would definitely have a minimum of of touching God. Mm-hmm. You know, at least daily. De- okay, definitely. Um, sort of going with that. Um, you know, I know we're talking about specifically prayer, but I, I I'm now I'm thinking about. It, I kind of want to know. Um, when you start combining, you know, prayer and reading your word, uh, what does that do? Because I feel like sometimes, you know, if I can get prayer and the word in, that just makes me feel so much more powerful. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so much more, uh, you know, feeling like, and I think that with knowledge does come power. You know, when you feel that makes, yes, that gives you confidence. Absolutely. You know, when I was growing up in high school, um, I used to get asked, people could tell that I was different, and I used to get asked stuff about, you know, I even, even there wasn't even a young man today that I talked to to this very day, even this day I talked to him, he wants to do like a, a podcast of uh, me 
and he's a um, he's a Muslim. Me, him being a Muslim, and then one of his Jewish friends. He wants to do a podcast with the three of us, just sort of talking about you know our, our you know uh, our Bibles and you know our figures and the things that you know are important to us and our specific religions. Um, he would always ask me you know stuff about the Bible because he was interested and, and I was interested in his things too. Um, and so, you know, there was a lot of times where I was like, I don't know, you know, and that's sort of like, at first it's embarrassing. Uh, but then I sort of, I, I was like, he's my friend. And I feel like I owe him something. And so that pushed me into getting into my word more. And then when you combine that with prayer, it just gives you so much more, uh, so much more power, you know? And so you sort of talk about that. Um, how does, how does prayer and, and the Bible interact with each other? Yeah, you know, well, that's a very good question and uh, and very important because personally, I like to pray and then read my Bible. Okay, okay. Uh, the reason the reason being, uh, as I'm praying, I believe that that opens up my mind, mm-hmm. my heart, uh, to accept the Word of God. And, okay, and, and understand it because God, I believe God can give us. If we're seeking after him, praying and reading his word, he can give us uh, wisdom mm-hmm. and, and knowledge and understanding that only comes from him. Yeah, We have our own, but and, and that's called revelation. Most people call it revelation. Mm-hmm. You're reading something in the Bible and you say, oh, wow, I never saw that, that before. Clicks, yeah. And mm-hmm. so that, that's, that's a revelation from God normally. And so I like to, to open my mind with prayer and clear it out and, and really get that connection with God. And then when I've exhausted that, mm-hmm. you know, set out uh, some time, uh, quiet time, you know, just, just to read the Bible. Yeah. And there's, there's days that, that God will direct me to certain portions. Um, somebody starting out, you know, I would recommend, you know, Daily Bread or, or mm-hmm. some Bible reading uh, app or, you know, that, that sort of thing that mm-hmm. you read through the whole Bible in a year. Okay. That, that's good, mm-hmm. you know, just... That keeps you on track of reading, and you get the the Bible. The Bible is is a, a big story, yes. And, and some people just they read this part and they read a little part here and they read mm-hmm. a little part there, and and it doesn't make sense to mm-hmm. them. But if you read from, if I would advise someone reading the whole book of mm-hmm. the Bible like a novel, mm-hmm. read it from the front to the back, and maybe even get one that's in. More in today's language, okay. You know that's more easy. Is there a specific translation that you would suggest? Um, New Living, New King James, like what's amplified? I know there's a bunch out there now. Yeah, the, the Message Bible. Uh, the, okay, that's the good Living one. Bible. Yeah. Uh, that that's really in today's language, even slang. Mm-hmm. You know that that kind of thing, uh, which some of the younger generation probably would understand that mm-hmm. a lot better. Uh, I'm not saying it's correct in every. Right. Facet, mm-hmm. and so you know you have to be careful with that. But but just understanding it like a novel, mm-hmm. um, it, it's a good read, and and uh, so you get a sense of how everything fits together. Right, right. Because it really does. It 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 starts out with Jesus, you know, God in the garden, and and it starts out and ends with him on the cross, and that mm-hmm. that's the whole, uh, really the whole thing, the Bible, and it's in entirety is mm-hmm. about Jesus. It's right. It's unveiling Jesus, you know, from the beginning to the time he's coming back in mm-hmm. the world, the new millennium's going to come. And so mm-hmm. when you read it like that, then you, you get a good picture of it. But 
But uh, sometimes I, I do a Bible reading thing, and then also, you know, I might be spurred by God to read other passages. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of crazy to say, but there's been times where I really needed a word from God. Mm-hmm. You know, I was going through something or, or whatever. And and I, I don't advise that, that people, you know, set their life to this, but there's mm-hmm. been times I said, God, I need a word, and I just opened the Bible. And, man, exactly what I was going through, the answer and everything mm-hmm. was, was in those verses that he gave me that day. Wow. And when that happens, mm-hmm. man, it's it's so good because, you, you know, your faith is increased because you know that God knows where you're mm-hmm. at. You know, and that it's happened too many times, uh, not to, to be just coincidence. Mm-hmm. When you really need something from God, God will give you His living Word, which will will strengthen us. But that should always the Word should always go hand in hand with with a daily relationship mm-hmm. and your prayer life. Yeah, that that definitely makes sense. Um, I think um, just in general, you know, wrapping up this three part series. Um, Prayer, I feel like it's so important and talked about a lot, but I feel like there's a lot of a lot of uh, overgeneralization um, about a lot of prayer topics. When I go hear someone speak about prayer, it's the same stuff. Um, sometimes I feel like you know, especially kids our age who are trying to you know make decisions about careers and starting families, it's so so important to be in prayer and. Um, Stuff like this where, you know, the questions that we're asked, I mean, that we want to know, but maybe are too afraid to ask or uh, that just don't get answered in, you know, the general seminars and the things like that. Um, stuff like this is very important. So we appreciate you being on, Pastor. And, um, yeah, I, I, I think um, prayer is super important. And the fact that, you know, we, we're getting to a point where, you know, just in, with uh, podcasts in general, uh, and now you said you've never done one of these before. I think it's so cool that people can sort of hear your perspective on certain things without it being in a super formal setting, you know. Um, and that I think that's what really what really inspired us to do podcasts is that we can hear a different perspective. I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of people might be. I know they say they're nervous, but people might be more comfortable in a setting like this. Mm-hmm. Revealing different types of information than being up in a platform, you know, talking about pastors and preachers sure. and things like Absolutely. that. When we had Landon Gore, you know, here he was just sitting here chopping it up, having a good time, maybe revealing stuff he may not have revealed in a formal setting, like mm-hmm. uh, being up in a platform. Yes. So, um, and that's the cool stuff that I feel like uh, our listeners are looking for. So, can thank I leave you, you one yes, thing go ahead. before we go? Mm-hmm. Um, there used to be a preacher. He was a blind man. He's Brother Duke. Okay. I'll just tell you a quick story uh-huh. about praying. And God would use him in a, a supernatural way. Uh, he could pray for people to get to get healed. It just mm-hmm. seemed like he was blind, but you know he would he would look out. One one night I was there. Mm-hmm. I, he looks out across the audience. And says, "There's a lady in a red dress back there, or a blue dress back there." God told me to tell mm-hmm. you this, and he, he's totally blind. He had to lead him to the platform, mm-hmm. and. So people were wondering, man, how's he get his power? He must, because right. he would he would go into the basement of the church and spend most of the day down there praying when he was mm-hmm. in revival. Mm-hmm. So they were thinking, man, how this this one guy was saying, how in the world is he getting God doing all this through him? And mm-hmm. he must have special prayer, you know. He must really, really pray. Yeah. So he crawled in the door and he went to the corner and he laid there and he was just listening to Brother Duke pray. Mm-hmm. And here's what he heard. He's sitting in a chair, mm. and he's just saying, God, 
I wish you'd touch that lady I prayed for last night. I, I wish you'd just deliver her. Mm-hmm. And God, I, I'd be thankful for that. God, mm-hmm. I, I'd, I'd appreciate you doing that, Lord. That's how he prayed all day long. Really? It was just like he was talking to his best friend. Wow. And God used him in miraculous ways. So Man. you don't have to know big words. You don't have to sound like somebody else. You don't have mm-hmm. to get a rough growl in your voice to pray. Yeah. <laughs> just be yourself. Yeah. That's what God wants. Definitely. Just a conversation. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. This has been the Manifest Podcast, and this is the end of our three-part series, uh, Excuses Not to Pray, uh, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you like what you heard, please consider rating and sharing with friends.